This is the MLW Radio Network. It's time to start your day the right way with front row material. Starring ECW legends Jerry Lind and Mikey Whipwreck. Now, let's welcome your host, Mike Freeland. They go with those two glare those glasses again. God, I don't know what to do. I'm, 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 move it back. I, no, it's still there. I'm still there. I don't know what to do. There's got to be something we can do. I don't know what it is, but there's got to be. There you go. I look like James Clifton. Now I look like a huge yeah, douchebag. Are you recording, by the way? Have you hit the fucking button? Yes. Yes. Thank you. Okay. What about like this? Uh, hello. No, that just looks. Uh... Well, I don't know what to do at this point. I'm not really sure. Beardo, what, what the hell? He doesn't even have his camera pointed at him. He doesn't need to. He's not on. Yeah, but I kind of like to see his face here. I don't like to see his crop top head. I mean, I like to see. There it is. There's the smile. There's Braun Strowman Jr. There he is. Oh, <laughs> you are you are you're breaking up like crazy. Me, Beardo is is Freeland breaking up for you? You totally no, fine. Not. Yeah, I'm totally fine. See, look at that. Producer says Great. I'm fine. It's my shit show over here. Yep, it's your shit show. More you having more of those uh, little little alcohol? I don't know balloons or whatever the fuck those things were. Buzz balls. Buzz balls. Did you go ahead and get yourself some buzz balls? No, I did not. I did not. But I will. Why? Be. But why did you not? You, you're on vacation. I haven't. I haven't had time. It's been a whole week, man. I might be on vacation, but there's still a fucking honeydew list. There is. Do you ever have like a hair that's just you don't even know where the fuck it came from? It's just every. There's something. Hold on. I don't know where that is. If it's stuck to my glasses or something, I don't know. All right. Okay, we're good now. We're good now. It's sometimes when you wear glasses in the little where the bendy part where the, the arms are, hair gets stuck. When you but have luscious you, haven't you been sitting there for the past ten minutes? It just appeared no. out of nowhere? No, I got up. I've been I've been up. I've been doing things. I've been moving around. What do you do you think I just sit in this chair the whole you haven't moved? Well, I mean I have moved. I mean I'm wearing oh. a different shirt for goodness sakes. You're wearing a new shirt. Thank God. Tie dye. Mm-hmm. Did you take a shower? I did. Oh, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I did. You did? You did? Nice. Because you told me you normally take a shower, what, once every two days or so? Or two and a half no. days? You don't literally take one every single night, do you? Yeah. 99% of the time, yes. And you shower about once a day? Or sometimes two? Uh, usually once. All right, just checking. Just checking. Hey, he's not. He's not freezing on you at all. No, I see, I'm. I'm, no, I'm not doing. Yep. <laughs> yes, it's on you your side. Look, you, you still look like shit, so don't worry. Don't get too excited. Just saying. Those fucking glasses. That's not even necessary. That's not even necessary, man. Look at this. We're having a good banter. We're having a good rapport. We're starting the show. It's the end of the week. Things are going well. And you got to say I look like shit. Not necessary, man. That's you why. That's why I believe we need to do this team building thing. That's at the end of the day, we need to get together so we can build. You know, we don't need no fucking team building anything. I think we should. There's a lot of things you can do. You, you well, ever hear well, this? We do. 
we, you and Jerry need to do some fucking team building. I'll tell you that. Why? He's not here today. Are you are you trying to say he's avoiding me? Is that what you're trying to say? Well, I I think that your promo on Twitter, oh, where you I just see. completely slammed him. I think that, you know, hurt his feelings. Uh, a little stiff. Rubbed him the wrong way, or maybe just maybe Mr. Lin realized and he saw the light, and he realized you know what I should take some advice from my uh, my friend, my young friend, and he realized you know what sometimes. Freeland, we make, I, we make mistakes. I, I have some. I have some advice. Oh God, here we go. We can do the show without you, but you cannot do the show without us. Just saying. Are you basically trying to say that I am one hundred percent replaceable? ninety-two percent. I see. You know what? Or like, hey, or like that, or like that stupid pro wrestling tease sale, twenty percent. Uh huh. Uh huh. Don't need a, an image of the producer agreeing with the rest of the uh, talent when uh, he definitely doesn't jump on my side. Thank you very much. You think you you're, can do this without me? Yeah, you're, get, the one, get, you're the one that wanted to see him. Mm-hmm. Get real. Get real. I'm the ringmaster of this whole shit show. I tell you All what. right, sounds good. You you have fun. All right. Well, hey, just just me, just me running the uh, the board here today. My goodness, Mikey's decided to. Uh, to go on a little hiatus right now. But you have me, which is, I mean, let's be honest, just as good. I am your host, Mike Freeland. I am joined by my esteemed producer, Big Daddy Beardo. You can follow him on Twitter as well. Jerry's not with us right now, as you might have heard from Mikey. Uh, Jerry is, uh, I guess, a little sore. I don't mean sore muscle, as if he was doing his yard work. He's sore because uh, he got put on notice. That's right, kids. No matter how old you are, you can always learn from somebody else. And he learned from me. You eat a burger with two hands. I mean, unless you have some type of issue with your hands. But once again, that needs to be diagnosed by your doctor. You guys listened to the show on Wednesday. I believe we talked about losing your mojo in wrestling. And I think something very important to remember is this. Whenever you watch wrestling, if you notice that there's certain talent that just doesn't seem like they're themselves anymore, has there ever been somebody like that? Recently, people have been mentioning that Kenny Omega doesn't seem quite like the cleaner that we've seen in Ring of Honor, that we've seen in New Japan, the guy who's uh, competed all over the world, highlighted main events in the Tokyo Dome. A lot of people are saying he is too comedic. I personally don't think that's necessarily the case. However, I do think he can do a very good job with being funny as well. But if you've seen BTE, which is being the elite, you've seen that there's a teaser at the very end of this episode where you see the glasses in the rearview mirror. And it's an indication that the cleaner is coming back. So here's a question I'd like to go ahead and throw on social media for all of our listeners. When it comes to Kenny Omega, because I'm a big fan of Kenny, and I think Mike is I spoke to well, Jerry. You might want to give him a call tomorrow. I was right in the middle of something. I was right in the middle of something, and you just walked away. Let me finish this, and then I'll address the Jerry situation. If you'd like to finish see the, the, the cleaner version, and I don't mean cleaner as in more PC or anything like that. I mean the cleaner, the man with the broom. Mr. Kenny Omega, if you'd like to see the Ring of Honor version of Kenny in All Elite Wrestling, let me know 
Or you can also let me know if you like the Kenny Omega that is the comedic guy that you see on BTE or the guy who's goofing around with Colt Cabana. Let me know your thoughts on that as well. Be very curious to see which version of Kenny Omega appeals to you the most. I had Jerry working on a surprise for you too. Did you? I did. What do you mean? What do you mean had? Why do we? Why are we talking in past tense? I don't know if he's going to do it now. Oh, I see. So you think there's some kind of heat between he and I? Uh, I could say probably. Well, okay. Let me explain something to you, my friend. Well, why is it all fucking ballsy now? I'm just fucking telling you that you pissed the guy off. He was. He was the one who started it. He was the one who started it. He said it all. He was very nice about it. A little. Oh, here we go. He was all nice about it. He, he was, was all like, nice about it. He was stoking the fire, stoking the flames. I'm not quite sure what that, that phrase is. Stoke, stoking the either. flames? Is it was stoke, stoking? I don't know. Whatever. You're asking me? I have no idea. Do you have a fireplace at your house? No. No? I have a fire pit outside. Fire pits are nice, except when it's really muggy outside. You can't really go out there and enjoy it a whole lot. So I'm looking forward to the fall. Well, you're not going to go outside when the humidity is really high. If it's like well, it's 80 degrees. I don't, think the, I don't think it's the humidity so much. I think it's the heat. The heat. Okay, I'll go but with the it heat. It does. You get a nice fire going and it'll help keep the bugs away. Are you a big fan of the citronella candles? No. No? No. So you just lather yourself in the deep woods off or no, whatever they got, call it? No, you got one of those blue light things. See, I'd like to have one of those things, but I, they're they're not cheap. They're absolutely not cheap. I Maybe went to get an expensive one. Well, there's different models. They have little ones. Oh, I thought we're talking about the kind that looks like a lamp post. No, 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 no. It's just a little, you know, oh. you hang it up to the side there. It draws them that way. Nice. From- Got the jazz hands going, don't you? Uh-huh. Wow. 235.4 pounds today. Look at you. Well, today wasn't one of your weigh-in days, though, was it? I know, but I was like, yeah, what the hell? Let's see. Nice. Because I ate shitty over the weekend, last weekend. So I'm like, ah, you know what, let's see. Yeah, but here's the thing that when it comes to eating, one bad weekend's not going to throw everything off. It's it's no, insistently no, I, doing it. No, but I had to make sure I behave myself this week. Right. If I could just stop drinking alcohol, that might help too. As he takes a drink of more alcohol, yeah. But I was, it's tea, diuretic. <sighs> mm-hmm diuretic so let me ask you this question so you know your, your goal is 199 which i think is is very admirable and i think you'll reach it and you said the uh the projection is when november you will hit that goal i think it was november i don't remember nice. my calendar my, in my office in the back. do you are you one of the people who uh i don't want to say fall off the rails or whatnot but do you find that it's difficult when it comes to the holidays like with the kids, with Halloween, and then after Halloween, there's Thanksgiving, and then after Thanksgiving, there's Christmas. Do you feel no. like during that period that it's it makes it more challenging, or do you think, you know what, eh, not so much? The holiday time. You just froze for like 10 seconds on yeah, me. Yeah, this fucking heap of shit. Yeah. Bearded took himself off the screen, so it's very hard to uh, to to read his, his directional cues as if what's going on. There you go. There you go. There, why not? What? what? Oh, but you just cracked that thing open, and it's been like three swigs, and the damn thing's practically gone. It looks like a bottle of Yoo-Hoo. I know, I know, it's I know it's twisted tea, peach, just, just just peachy. That's uh, all I had. That's all I had. Uh, I'm going to go find something, and be right back. 
it's my shitty Wi-Fi, I think. can't believe he's talking about my backdrop right here. I mean, granted, mine does look like uh, the quilt show that airs on PBS or your local public access station. But what the hell is that shit he's got there? You know what I'm saying? Thank you very much, Beardo. God darn it. You know what? I appreciate you more and more. We actually have direction. Why didn't we hire? Why did we not hire a producer? Now he's back. Why did we not hire a producer like you way back when? Because we, you know what? You live and learn with mistakes in life. But look at this. Perfect. Oh, my God. As Mikey is going to try to somehow fire, wire, or fix his, uh, his situation that he has. Let's continue the conversation. If I had a hotline, I would, I would tell people I would take calls right now. But unfortunately, that's not the case. So we're talking about wrestlers who lose their mojo. And uh, Mikey had mentioned on Wednesday's show that he had lost his mojo at some point. And it definitely changes how a character is portrayed on screen. Now, whether or not the booking is going in one direction or another, you can almost read it on someone's face. And the reason I brought up Kenny Omega is because I'm a big Kenny fan. And when it comes to Kenny... I think he's one of those guys who's very polarizing. There's a lot of people who say they don't like Kenny Omega. There's a lot of people who say he's not the best in the world. But I personally think he is, but I also think there's that there's that fine line. There's that delicate balance between humor and goofiness. Now tell me if you follow me on this one. I don't know how many people listening out there are big fans of the New Day, right? I think they're all extremely talented, no doubt about that. The problem I typically have with the New Day is, is it's a little too goofy for me. The swiveling of the hips, the throwing the food in the crowd, wearing those godforsaken, whatever the hell they are, horns, whatever you want to refer to them as. I'm just not a big fan of that. You know, I think you can do comedy. I think you can do funny stuff, but I don't think you need to go that far. Love to know what your thoughts are. Are there any characters in wrestling that you have enjoyed? That you think, oh, yeah, they were humorous, and then there was a point in time when they got a little too goofy. Had a conversation with uh, with a good friend of mine the other day, and he was telling me personally that he loved the Bushwhackers when they were the sheep herders. But then when they came to the WWF and they became the Bushwhackers, it just kind of um, devalued what they did in the ring. So are you one of those types of fans who truly enjoys the competitive nature and the believability of it? Or do you just want to sit back and, and be entertained and laugh and watch people lick each other's heads and, you know, walk around like they've got some type of tick? What's your thoughts on that? Love to know what your take is on that one. You can always hit me up on social media. I am at Mike Freeland. Uh, thinking about changing the Twitter handle, maybe to Merch Whore. Thinking about that one. What do you think about that, Beardo? You can give me a thumbs up on the on the, yeah, there we go. We we got the official approval. By the way, by the way, uh, this it's funny because we're talking about the newest member of the team, and you, you can't see him, you can't hear him, anything like that. We're going to get him to chime in as well. He's going to be our fact checker. He's going to be the guy who jumps in and says, you're full of shit, and you're wrong. And I can't wait till he does that for Jerry and Mikey because I think we all realize, at the end of the day, I spit the truth, man. I tell you what. I can build a house with the truth. Otherwise, I gotta call the cable company and bitch. I think I have connections, though. The cable company. Yeah. Who's your cable provider? Blue Ridge Communications. 
Blue Ridge Communications. Very nice. Yes. Not familiar with them. Is it like a subsidiary of like... Uh, no. Have anybody that I would have heard of? No. Are you familiar with Spectrum? Have you ever heard of Spectrum? Yes, they're the shits too. I have no idea. I've got Spectrum. Pretty happy with it so far. So anyway, let's get back to your vacation here. So you I've have not yet... Vacation. Right, but let's get back to the fact that you have yet to go on, go down and get your uh, your little balls. balls, your buzz balls, right? Yeah. And they're about three bucks a piece. You said yeah, about that, yeah. That's not bad. No. And you said you have a couple favorite flavors you like so far. Nice. The green one, which is like tequila. Mm-hmm. There's a pina colada one. Okay. Like I'm looking forward to the horchata one. I'm hoping that's good. That the one More. tastes like rice pudding. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, that's right. The rice pudding one. More, more chata. Okay. More Never chata. had rice. Ah, I see. Mm-hmm. Never had rice pudding. That's Jerry. It's like Pavlov's dogs here. Whenever I hear the ding, I feel like I'm going to start frothing out the mouth. Go ahead. Keep talking. Oh, sorry. I didn't know if you were going to relay something or. Um, I wanted to ask you a question. Talking about different shticks and whatnot. Let me. Want to find out, pick your brain. Who do you think, when it came to wrestling, was really good at a comedic character? Who do you think was really not hokey about it, but legitimately a funny character when they were? Bobby Bobby Heenan. Okay. What about as far as in-ring? In-ring? Ah, funny in the ring. I guess we're not talking about Doink. Matt Bourne? Yeah, I don't think we're talking about him. No. Well, let me put it into a better context here. So, like, the Bushwhackers were the sheep herders before, and they had a whole different persona prior to that. Badasses, bloody matches, tough guys, the whole nine yards. And they come to the World Wrestling Federation, and they become a caricature, right? And they're doing the comedy stuff. Did you feel like you enjoyed, as a viewer, the comedy stuff that they were doing, or did you feel like it was hard to take them seriously? The sheep herders? Yes. Um, I thought they were good. Their work was never, I mean, you're not going to compare them to the Brain Busters. Right. Or Tully, or you're not going to co- compare them to the Rock and Roll Express or the Midnights. But, um, you know, they, they were one of the most requested acts for appearances, believe it or not. So, you know, they, while their work may not have been, you know, that of the other tag teams, mm-hmm. they they got a lot of mileage right. out of that gimmick, you know, not really killing each other or, right. or anybody else. Do you feel like there are some people who are saddled with a character that's supposed to be funny, but from their personality standpoint, it just doesn't come across that way? Who tried to be funny and wasn't? And the reason why I ask this is because if it comes to a comedy is very hard to do. And, and being believably funny is very hard to do. I struggle um, at it every day. Every week, twice, I struggle at being funny. I'm trying, who, was, who was trying to be funny and wasn't? Uh, there were a couple times Santino was not very funny. Every now and right. then he'd be funny, but sometimes not so much. Right. Well, I, don't, I can't think of any off the top of my head. Well, and the reason why I say that, when it comes to people getting assigned a character or persona, right? You you said it's a good portion of what their personality already is. So 
I would assume that if they're going to give you a comedic personality or per, uh, comedic persona, they're basically saying you as a person in general are typically funny. Therefore, just go ahead and, and do what you're doing in front of yeah. everyone. Yeah, it could be. Right. That's how John Cena was. He was on the verge of getting fired. And then he started doing that rap stuff, I believe, over in, uh, on a European tour. And Stephanie and them saw them, saw him and thought it was hysterical. Right. So he started doing it. But he was on the verge of getting fired. I did not know that he would have been fired. Yep. But he was doing that ruthless aggression thing. Mm-hmm. He was having okay matches, but nothing nothing remarkable about him. So he was gonna he was gonna be fired. Wow. It, tying this into ECW, obviously you guys didn't have a ton of comedy, but you had obviously the BWO, which a lot of people are familiar with. Right. Would you say Paul was the type of guy who said when it came to funny haha stuff, that really wasn't something he wanted to overdo for the sake of the ECW image was more gritty, more raw, more fight club, like we've talked about so many times, that he right. wanted to keep it more that way. Plus, you can't have a, an entire show or roster of comedians. I agree. You, know, you really want one or two. And Paul was always in the was always trying to give everybody a little bit of everything. Right. So you had, you know, the hardcore stuff, you had the high flying stuff, you had the technical wrestling stuff. Uh, and then you had your comedy too. Speaking of the BWO, were those guys pretty funny? I mean, just kind of off camera hanging out. Were they the kind of people that, you know, people would gravitate to to listen to hear stories or whatnot? Or Meanie was funny. Okay. Hold on a second. Meanie was very funny. He's he's just a funny guy in general. You know, right. Meanie, Meanie could do a lot of, of like toilet humor. I mean, he's funny in general too. Don't get me wrong, mm -hmm. but he was always good at the I farted or something like you know something like that. Sure. Which Paul said fit his character. Right. Um, when the devil and I tried to do it on occasion, Paul would shit all over it. Now, why is that? He just didn't like it. He thought that we were um, our characters. He thought would be should be more creative. Because we did think we were New Orleans, and we were cut a promo. I, I was acting like my, like, oh, there he is. Uh huh. There's Jerry. Uh huh. Live and in living color. Good evening, Mr. Lynn. Well, turn your camera sideways. Sideways. Like that. There you go. All right. Okay. So uh, I was I was telling Freeland. I know why you weren't here. But I didn't want to go into, into detail. But I said he should probably give you a call tomorrow. But since you're here. Yes. If it isn't I, heel Freeland. Wow. Is here's, that here's, here's, what I, here's what I told him. I said that you, you cut the promo about the hamburger. You know, very like ha-ha, very light and, you know, ha-ha. Yes. And then he cut the scathing promo on you, basically. Just he elevated that motherfucker from ha-ha between friends to go fuck yourself. Yeah, right for the jugular. Wow. Wow. You think that was like an evisceration type. Mikey told me on Wednesday's show, he said, you went from zero to 60 in like two seconds. I didn't see. See, I didn't interpret it that way. I did not. I was just having fun. <laughs> well, Jesus, Freeland. I know. Lord. I'm a likable guy. I'm a nice guy. I feel like I'm a very nice person. What I was surprised was yep. that... Everyone on Twitter wanted it to escalate even more. I was like, oh, my Pe God. People want it, 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 it. Okay. 
people love when there's blood in the water. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? They love when there's blood in the water. I was just having fun with my good buddy, Jerry. And Jerry knows I had reached out to him as well. So all was good in the land of uh, of FRM. Yes. But but my wife did say she she said uh, she said, boy, she goes, they know you pretty well. You eat like an animal. And I said, what the hell is that supposed to mean? She said, well, tell you what, let's just say it's a good thing they don't uh, sit down at the table with you. If, if Megan's saying it, I know. Are you going to get a trough? Might as well at this point. <laughs> you know, you know, we were, you know, we were just talking about wrestlers who try to be funny but aren't. Yes, we have hosts that try to be funny who isn't. Oh. I don't. Hey, whoa! I don't try. <laughs> Thank God. There's no, there's no trying <laughs> here, my friend. I hate to say if you did, I'd feel bad. Then if you were, the the good Lord knew what He was doing when He made me. My goodness. Everybody has an off day, even the Lord. Yeah, thankfully he broke the mold. Hey, wow. <laughs> he, bro he broke the mold before he made you. Look at that. <laughs> well, this is this. Once again, no, Lynn. Lynn. And when Mikey, did he become Lynn? His name is Jerry. Mikey uh. said that your mold had a defect. What? Before, he, <laughs> before they made him. Yeah. Here it is. Here it is. God, Two on God, one. God made the mold, and he went. He looked at the spot and went, "That did look quite look right." He went, "Huh?" <laughs> and he dropped it. <laughs> he went, "Ah, it's good enough." Wow. All right, get it, get it all out of your system. Hardy oh, har. Yeah. My uh, goodness, but I, I, I will say this all in all seriousness: Were you at home when you had that sandwich, that burger, or were you 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 told me you were at a restaurant, correct? Yeah, it's a place called Bites of Europe. Nice. Bites of people were slamming you for eating peas. It was, I it was either that or fries, and I didn't I didn't want to eat anything deep fried. So that's right. Yeah, well, hold on a second, Jerry. It's 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 a few fries as a side. It's not like you're eating deep fried, you know, fat. I'm not it's a fry person unless it's like chili cheese fries. Then I got to really do it up, you know, with some jalapenos nice. on it. Got to do some damage. Yes. What kind of fries? All right, let's talk about fries. What kind of fries do you like? Oh, I like. Uh, I can't remember where I had them, but the, they had them doctored up with um, garlic and um, parmesan fries. Oh, something like that. Really good. But like, what style? Like McDonald's has the really thin fries. I like right. the crinkle fries. Crinkle fries. Yes. And then you have the other fries are like steak fries, where they're like flat. Oh, like actual and, sliced and, up potatoes? Yes. Yeah, those are good, I guess. Those are delicious. Yes. Just wondering. But you know what I like now that I haven't had in a while, but I, I really enjoy them are sweet potato fries. Yes, I do like those. Yep. Freeland, what do you like? All of it. <laughs> that wasn't me. That we moved on to a new topic, completely unprovoked. <laughs> oh. so is it I'm going to I'm oh. going to answer I'm going to answer <laughs> Is it true? Quiet mind want to know. Uh. Hey, you know what producer? Enough. Doesn't need to be 3 on 1 here. He's not saying anything. 
Uh huh. Well, there's uh, I can read body language. Oh. Like a gangbang in here. Jeez. Um, oh, is as far as what oh, I like, it's not a gangbang. That means at least one of us is having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I'm gonna have to go with the uh, with the Arby's fries, even though they fell on my my floorboards. Well, the They're very ones. good. The curly ones, yes. Dipped in the nacho cheese sauce. No, I don't do that. Just straight, oh. just plain. I don't do sauces. I don't do condiments. I don't do oh, toppings on burgers. I don't do boring. anything. Well, hey, I tell you what. Well, you can't. You don't cut it in half. You you can't have your food falling all over the place. Well, yeah, because I'm not a monster who throws 19 things on his burger. That's an. Why are you not wearing clothes? That's the other thing I would like to talk about. I am wearing clothes. I'm not talking about you. Well, specify. I'd okay. It was hot when I got in my hotel room. I'd turn it down to 68. Yeah, Jerry. Woo, well done. Well done. Wait for it to cool off. My air, my air conditioner said the beefkeeper. Oh, my, oh my God. <laughs> so, French fries. So, are you the type of person who you'll make your own fries? Do you guys have like a fry daddy or something like that? Or do you, do you say, no, if I'm going to eat them, I'm going to buy them somewhere? We have one of those air fries. Where the hell did he go? That wasn't me. Ooh. That's Jerry. Shit, look at look at his face. He's like frozen. Hey, there you are. I'm frozen. Are you connected to the hotel Wi-Fi? Yes. Oh no. Am I lagging? Hold, uh, hold, you hold it. So just now, Be Beardo is uh, is Jerry is Jerry fine? He's not fine. Oh, Jerry is fine. Am I fine? I'm fine. Oh, it's sh shut it. Shut it. Don't give me that crap. <laughs> All I need is a thumbs up. Is Mikey is Mikey's service fine? Oh, see, he didn't say his Mikey fine. He said his Mikey's service fine. Oh, yeah. Wow. My service well, is plenty fine. Strong <laughs> like bull. Smell same. <laughs> wow. Tatanka. Buffalo. Tatanka. <laughs> what the fuck are you saying? Don't listen to him. He's already had like four drinks already. Oh. Yeah, he's he's well lubed up. I've only up. had one. One since we've been on the air. God knows what you've been doing prior to that. I was drinking diet green tea with honey and ginseng. Nice. Raspberry tea. Oh, here, no! Don't give me trouble. <laughs> <I'll get laughs> that the last time I did this. Wow. Oh, I got a question for you. So I'm I'm drinking this. Uh, um, I got it at the Kroger. It's uh, here's that, what does that, it. That, that wasn't a question. That was a statement. I didn't get to the question yet. Oh, well, you said I have a statement and then a question. No one says I have a statement. They say I have a question. Oh, my God. Well, then ask the question. Oh, my God. It's going to happen. Do you believe this guy? Praise. Hey, hey. What? No, thank you. All right. So I have this stuff right That's here. What, it, <laughs> what is it? Shut it. It's, uh, it's, the, it's the sparkling water beverage, okay? Now. What flavor is it? Lemon lime. Okay. Now here, this is what makes no sense to me from any standpoint whatsoever. I'm going to hold up the nutrition thing if you can see this. Okay. I can't, but. Look at that. Makes okay. no sense at all. There is no calories per serving. Zero. Because it's water. But it says 10 calories for the entire bottle. Now, if it's no calories per serving, it would still be no calories for the whole bottle. You'd think, yeah. So what? 
MIT math genius works for the Kroger company who puts that kind of stuff on a bottle. Apparently it wasn't a genius. I guess not. Guess it wasn't Lane. I guess they figure people that are drinking this stuff, we don't give a shit about calories. So I think it it tastes but but you see my point though. Like it doesn't logically make sense. Any of this. What's all this supposed to mean? It's like that double. Is there something you like to share with the rest of us, Amazing Larry? Really? What is this supposed to mean? That's me. They call me Chuck. Hey, he Chuck. Was the Chuck, guy in the bike shop. No? That's not the guy. What was the guy's name who saw the double rainbow? Oh. You don't remember him? Remember no. he says, what's it mean? Oh, he went viral. He was probably on shrooms or something when he saw it because he was so amazed by a double rainbow. I'll have to go find this guy now and check him out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just look it up. Let me ask you guys this question. What does it mean to be a Karen? I keep hearing this phrase, to be a Karen. It means you're one of those people who always wants to speak to the manager. That's me. That's me. I'm a very Karen individual. I'm very very concerned (laughs) about my fellow fellow man. That was highly unnecessary. That was highly unnecessary. I didn't say anything. You didn't didn't have to. I'm a very caring individual. By the way, speaking of, I'm a very caring individual. And guess what, Jerry? Mikey just shared with uh, with our wonderful audience that he is. Uh, you're down to what now? What is your new weight today? Two thirty five. Two thirty five. Wow! From what? What did you start at? Two sixty. Two sixty. Smokes. Yeah, I started at fat fuck, and I've worked my way down to chubby. That's awesome. About another ten more pounds, Jerry. I'll just be chunky. There you go. Be back to Chunky Mikey. That's right. And then I'm on my way to 199. All right. Freeland. Uh, I'm complete. Hold on. Let's hold that thought for one second. I'm in complete support of your journey. I just want to let you know that. Very much in support of that. So how much is that right now? I'm not good at math, Jerry. It's 260 down to 25 pounds. He's he's lost half a bag of dog food. Or no. Good size bag. 40 pounds. 40 pounds is the dog food. Okay. See now instead of two hundred instead of two hundred and sixty pounds of shit in a hundred and ninety nine pound bag, I'm two hundred and thirty five pounds of shit in a hundred and ninety nine pound bag. <laughs> so what are you gonna call it when you're down to one ninety nine? I don't know. I'm, I'm 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 a little nervous about this. You'll be a I haven't, I haven't, fighting machine. I haven't been hundred and ninety nine pounds since I think nineteen ninety six. I'm not going to say nothing. Oh, say it. What? No, I'm not going to say nothing. Why not say it? You, why? What were you after that? Did you just think keep getting heavier? Well, that's usually what happens, Jerry. (laughs) You weren't, how heavy were you when we wrestled? Uh, Probably about 210. Oh, okay. When we had the shirt incident. (laughs) Is that what you're saying? I have never let anyone put me in a Texas cloverleaf ever again. <laughs> I didn't mean to scar you. <laughs> ever, Jerry, ever since that, ever since then, I have not been put in a Boston crab, <laughs> a sharpshooter, oh, no. oh. a Texas cloverleaf, nothing. I almost had a similar incident. I wrestled Kid Cash at the fairgrounds of Nashville. I think it was for Crossfire Wrestling. And I hadn't had a chance to tan. And I think he... 
put me in, I can't remember what kind of a hold he put me in, but he was trying to lift my shirt up so he could chop me or something. And I'm fighting for dear life, keeping my shirt pulled down. And I'm saying under my breath, I haven't tanned. I'm white as a ghost. <laughs> so I wouldn't let him pull my shirt up. <laughs> <sighs> and it was near the end when I quit working out. So I wasn't in the greatest shape either. So, Well, here's a question. Are you going to wrestle again once you get down to 199? Once this whole COVID thing is all over and you're feeling uh, in the best shape of your life? Or are you going to entertain any offers or... Are you 100% best, best shape done? of my life went bye-bye in 1994. Well, the, the I have, lowest. I have felt like shit ever since. Would you still consider wrestling? He shouldn't. If he so. should He should not at all. No, your neck says no. My neck says no. Everything says no. Yes, everything says but no. My, but my brain is. I've had many traumatic brain injuries, so. Your brain is. <laughs> <laughs> Just like mine, I can relate. Here it is. Here's a question for uh, for wrestlers that you know aren't able to climb back in the ring. Do you feel like you just are happy to still be around it? I mean, meaning if a wrestler goes from an in-ring competitor then becomes a manager, is it a situation of man that's difficult to do that transition because you're you're now um, in a different capacity? Or do you think that some people are just, hey, man, can't do it this way. I'm going to jump into a different role. I'm just happy to still be alive and walking. Yeah. Because who knows how many times I could have been paralyzed. Right. But you think, too, some of the best managers were former wrestlers. Right. You know, not always, obviously. But I guess, is it? do you think it's hard or it could be hard? To all of a sudden, hey, I've been in the ring, I've been the guy for so long, and now I am on the sideline. Still out there, but yet you're not in the ring. Is is there any Brett Favre-esque feeling to all of that? No, we're not making millions. No. I think it's hard for a lot of people because they love the business, and they just love being part of it, and they loved it before they got into it. Right. So once you're in it and you still love it, it, it can be very, it can be a very hard adjustment. We've talked about that before. We have. We've definitely talked about it. Would would that have been something you would have considered at one point in time, Mikey? No, if, I if, hate talking. I do. I hate. I was never good at promos. I just would never picked it up. So I just would never. I no. That would not have suited you. No. Interesting. What about you, Jerry? If you were not a producer or a coach, would you? Manage if you were approached. Nah, I like being behind the camera now. Let the younger guys—that's their moment to shine. I'm I'm happy behind the camera. I'm I'm going to use this phrase in the most appropriate way. You both seem very humble about this situation, meaning Brian you Blair. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> God, it. knew it was coming. Knew walked right into it. But you guys don't seem to be the type of people who would be glory hounds, meaning, you know, can't walk away. You know, I have to have because an example of something that I had heard was uh, Cody actually said, I guess it was an all out when they were doing the um, the stage shows. He said that Dusty, when he got older, did not want to be back out there. He did not. He um, 
he was happy with the way people had remembered him. However, he did come back and he did the whole angle with um, Cody and Dustin, obviously wrestling the shield. And he very much enjoyed that. But he had made the comment, this was Dusty himself before he passed, that it was difficult sometimes seeing guys like Rick uh, still out there. Um, and obviously he has carte blanche to feel how he wants because he's a legend. Do you feel like some legends or some people that wrestled, they all wrestled in a certain era, if most of them are not doing it anymore and they see one of them still doing it, it's kind of that, I'm happy for you, but uh, I don't know if it's the best choice. That's up to them. If 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 Rick thinks thought he could go and he wanted to go and the boss wanted to use him, fuck it. He's fucking Ric Flair. Right. You know what I mean? It's not like some nobody that came in off the street looking, you know, 70 years old. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, I, I found it to be very interesting what, what Dusty had to say. It was just very interesting from his point of view, you know. Yeah. But you got to think, too, people remember him a certain way. Right. You know, and obviously, as you start to get older, you're not going to be that way anymore. Right. So I, I could see from Dusty's point of view why they would say that. You know, I would think the same thing about Cactus if he came back, knowing how right. he used to go and what he used to do. Right. I mean, you have Terry Funk. I mean, he just kept reinventing himself and he just kept going and going and going. But obviously, the way he was in, you know, 1991 when he had that run with Flair in WCW. Mm-hmm. Um, was different than his run in '94 with ECW, you know. And as as you see him as he got later and later in his career, he got less and less mobile, and it looked, you know, less and less convincing. Right. You know, like there was there was a match with you see in Japan all the time when they bring out the old timers, they come back and they work the younger guys. Not the young, young kids, but younger guys, as in the point, these younger guys are like 50, right? <laughs> but you, but they're doing stuff, and it is so bad. Yeah. From, from a Japanese style, it is horrible. But the fans are so respectful of it right. that they still pop for everything, no matter what. It's just a, That's just their culture. They just appreciate it. They respect them, what they've done in the past. And when they come back and do it, even though it might not look good, it might not be pretty. They still give them the, the reaction and the appreciation, you know. And you get some guys in the states um, that will get their reaction too. I think Ric Flair would get that reaction. Uh, obviously, Funk would get that reaction. You know, Hulk Hogan would get that reaction. You know, but but you can have guys that not going to look pretty. And you'll get people that will just appreciate the fact that they went out there, they tried, and you'll give them that respect. And then you have the people that say, "This is fucking horrible. Get this shit off my TV." <laughs> Are you? You'll hear someone moaning going, oh. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm glad you brought up Japan because Dory Funk Jr. for a long time continued to go back and still compete. And right. I, I, I don't know if he still is active, quote unquote. I mean, he has a training school and whatnot, but I don't know if he continues to, to do in-ring stuff. But is that kind of what you're talking about as well? You know, yeah. they respect the fact that the history of the Funk family, but this this is not what we were expecting to see. I think he might have been one of the match I saw. I don't know if it was a six-man or something like that, or a tag. But, yeah, you watch it, and you're watching it on YouTube, and you're going, oh, man. Like, you almost say this is sad, right? But then you, you then you have to take the fact that you're just watching at home on your living in your living room on your computer, right? And you have to take yourself out of that environment and pick yourself, okay, you're in the Tokyo Dome. 
with 60,000 people. And you've heard about Corey Funk forever. He's a legend, legend, legend. And here the fuck he comes. You know what I mean? You're going to get a different reaction and a different vibe from it than you would watching on TV. Right. Just like some of the stuff you see on TV now. You watch it after the fact on YouTube. And you're like, oh, no, I won't do that. So, okay. So once again, Mikey, you, you make the comment that if the wrestler still gets booked, even though they are clearly not, uh, this is horrible, clearly not in what? not in their prime anymore. I mean, clearly way past their prime, right? right? Right. And you yourself as a wrestler are watching this going, man, that's painful. Mm-hmm. And you have the right to say that because you've done it. Man, this is painful to watch. At I've said it myself when I'm in the ring. At what point does it click with the, they themselves? It's not the paycheck. It's not this. Right now, I'm going out there, and people are going to see me, and this may be the last memory people have of me. And is this really what I want to leave them with? I don't, it depends on each individual, I think. Some might not care. They're just looking at the payday. Right. I say the same thing about Ozzy Osbourne. <clears throat> the last time I saw him, he was fucking phenomenal. So I could not see him. I could not see him again. How many years ago? Two. You think he'll ever perform again? Oh, I'm sure he's going to try. You know, everybody blames Sharon. She forced him out there. No, if you listen to him talk, he wants he to get out of the house. Did you watch just, his reality show? Yeah, he just loves to do it. Like, he just it's wants like, to go out there and perform. It, it looked like his family is driving him nuts all the time. Yep. Well, I mean, you got to think about it from this perspective. What is somebody who is not really that old? He's only, what, 71? Something like that, 71, 72. Okay, so let's say you're 71 years old. And, and granted, I don't know all of his health situations. I know he doesn't have the greatest health in the world. But do you think even at that age, you, you still get bored? He gets bored. Well, yeah. I imagine if you've traveled the world how many times over. You know. When I first stopped wrestling full-time, and I was home all the time, I was going batshit crazy. When I went to WCW, and I, wasn't, I, went, I didn't do anything for three months, I was going nuts. And it's not like I was hurt. And I, like, I just I signed and sat home. So I was going crazy. Yeah, I would get, if I had you know, a few days off, like what you know, one weekend off, I'd be fine. But if there's another, you know, few shows cancel or something, I would start getting cranky. I'd have to, I'd have to get on the road again. There is uh, some stories about, and and I'm not picking on Flair here, but there's stories about Flair that when he would come home off the road, my God, can't tell if that's the food or what. Um. Yeah. I'm eating myself when I chew. Okay. Well, then I hear cracking somewhere else. Let me. Like static. Is it the static? Okay. I don't know why. So I've heard stories about Ric Flair, and and I guess you guys in some ways can sympathize with this. But when he would be home, he would not stay home in the house with the family. I guess somebody lived not too far from him. I want to say it was, was it Greg Valentine or whatever lived in the same area that he did? And they would hang out with each other and just watch wrestling and, and do whatever because he would not, I guess, feel comfortable being at home and doing the family thing. So my question to both of you is, do you understand that aspect that's of it? Or? 
No. Unless you find that's not what Charlotte said. I like being home with the family too. Right. Well, even Rick himself said that he could not handle being home. He was not a home person. But Charlotte said he was always there, making the breakfast in the morning and making sure they got to school and all that stuff. Do you think that's just for keeping up appearances? I mean, I mean, maybe he did that in the morning, but then once he went to school, he was out. Right. Maybe, maybe he just told her to be by his wife. I mean, he had what seven of them? I think so. <laughs> so maybe My. that's one. I mean, it could be. It just it, it just sounds like, I guess, when you are doing something for so long and then you're not doing it, everything else seems very awkward. Does that make sense? It's still awkward. I have to go to things now. I used to have, never have to go to anything. Now I got to go to, oh, we're going to this house today. Great. Fucking wonderful. <laughs> wow. My last weekend was like that. The whole weekend was planned. But it was Annabelle's birthday weekend, so no biggie. Understandable. Yeah. I told you I told you how we went to our friend's house on this past weekend. That the people whose house I went to when I had the toothache and I was cranky. And she told me I was cranky all day. And I was rude. Uh-huh. Well, we went to we whack we went back this past weekend. Much better. I was talking everything else. She goes, okay, it's time to go. She goes, yeah. So, so we go into the house. The kids are getting changed out of their bathing suits into their clothes. And I sit down at the kitchen table and I start talking with Mark, the husband. It was there talking and we're talking and we're talking and we're talking and we're talking. We get home and she says, you were worse than last time. I go, what? what? I said, what are you talking about? She goes, well, now this time you were, I said it's time to go and you just wouldn't leave. Wow. I said, what, what do you want from me? You had the half hour goodbye or 45 minute goodbye. Yeah, but nobody told we were just sitting there talking. Do you think there's going to be a trilogy? Do you think there's going to be a, a third going back? It sounds like you've made a connection with this guy. It says that Ric Flair's had four wives. Yeah. Wh 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 what are you looking at? Wikipedia? No, it was on the screen. No, Ric Flair's had four. I could have swore he had more than that. I thought he was right up there with Rue McClanahan. Bless you, Mikey. Oh. Bless you. Bless you. The man needs a seance after that. Holy that shit. That was the quietest sneeze I'd ever seen. It looked violent. Are you okay to continue not to make a humor of this, but are you all right? You feel like it's another one's coming on? No, I'm good now. My mom gets like that after she has a mint. I don't know what it is about mints, like the butter mints. Five or six in a row. Violence, like gunshots going off. <laughs> it's horrible. Absolutely horrible. You ever get it looking when you go outside on a sunny day and the sun make you sneeze? No? No, I've never had sun sneeze before. Yeah, I never looked out a window and all of a sudden had an allergic reaction. It's the brightness. It always happens to Annabelle. It happens to me sometimes. Get out in the sun with no sunglasses on and all of a sudden, I don't know. It's the business. <laughs> <laughs> it's the power of the sneeze. Wow. Speaking of speaking of the power, we should go to the power of the people. Uh, before we went ahead and started recording, I uh, I reached out to social media and I asked people if they had some questions for the ECW legends. And uh, I do believe we have some questions here. Give me a second. Let me uh, let me see here. 
Okay, let's see what we got here. Here we go. Oh, my God. That's the first one that pops up? I guess so. All right, here we go. This one is from one of Mikey's good personal longtime friends. Who wrote in on this question, Mikey? That's, uh, I can hide my dick. I can hide my dick. I can hide my dick. Also known as Anton Heidnick, which is it? I wonder if it's, I think it's German. Anyway, moving on. What do you guys think about heel Roman? Also, what if Cena came back and went heel and had a feud with him? We know that won't happen, but hypothetically. Uh, so if we have heel Roman, yeah, we don't need heel Cena. Right. I think if we, I think if we had heel Roman against a babyface Cena, I think Cena would get cheered. How about that? Yeah. No. Okay. I'll go fuck myself now. Thanks. No, I, I agree. Thinking, I agree with you. I was thinking, was there, wasn't there a match where both guys got booed out of the building? Yes, WrestleMania twenty, Goldberg and Brock Lesnar. Do you think that's a possibility of happening? No, because they were both leaving. Oh, that's right. That's why they're okay. I don't know personally. I don't know if I'm feeling the the heel Roman thing. We'll, we'll see how that happens. We'll see how that works out. I think it'll be very interesting. Um, I do believe they're going to try to match him up with Paul Heyman, which I think will be interesting because he's very charismatic on the microphone. I don't know if you're going to get John to come back again. All kidding aside, I don't. I don't think you're going to get that. That's what they, that's what they said about the Rock. Do you think he's? I mean, I didn't think Taker would come back either. I back Jerry Lynn. You're killing my shtick. <laughs> <laughs> old school <laughs> well the reason I say this is because John Cena has more things in the pipeline than maybe somebody like The Undertaker for example if The Undertaker walks away I don't necessarily know if there's a whole lot of projects that are lined up waiting for him do you know what I mean if I made that kind of money you know what projects would be lined up waiting for me yard work no laying on the beach that would be it Nice. That's the kind of job I want. Counting all that money, right? No, just enjoying it. That's it. Counting all so, that money would be too much work. <laughs> so. so what do we think about this? Do you think at, at any point in time we're going to see, see he huh, – wow, I can't even talk. We'll see John Cena again? We Yes or no? I think we will. Yeah, probably. Interesting. All right. All right, uh, Anton, because I'm not going to call you uh, what Mikey calls you. Thank you for your question. Anton. Anton. Is this, that's his name. I can. I can. All right, let's move on to our next question. Who else do we got here in the pipeline? All right, here we go again. <laughs> we have another question. Uh, let's see. Where, where, Mikey and Jerry going to go with the ish with the devil in MLW if it ever lasted the first time. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, I have no fucking idea. Yeah, we don't know. I don't, I don't even remember it. I don't even know if I read that the right way. I'm trying to... Uh, interesting. So the answer is they don't know. No. Very interesting. We didn't They're get long-term plans. 
There was somebody on social media who said that I was ignoring them, which is, is not necessarily accurate. Then again, I get that from time to time. Yeah. Well, let's see here. Let me see here. Who else we got here? Oh, here we go. We got another one. This one is from. This is the guy you ignored. Got no, it's not. This is not who I. Stop yes, it. it. Yes, it is. No. Got new F two two nine one. Yes. Can you please ask about gimmicking up weapons, chairs, barbed wire, tables, etc. The difference in gimmicked items, blading, do's and don'ts. All right. So let's start off with with yes. gimmick props. Yes. Question about a month ago. You, we didn't gimmick props. ECW, no gimmicked props. That did not that did not apply in WCW though. I never gimmicked any chairs or tables or Well no, but like Sting's bat, that black bat, that was completely a f from what I have been told by certain people was uh was a foam bat. Um obviously, you know, several people have stepped on it in the middle of the show and completely killed that whole mystique. And I wonder if uh I think it was Hack who was telling the story yeah. about how the barbed wire in uh, WCW was rubber. The what was? The barbed wire. Oh, it was. That's correct. So as far as anything else gimmicked, is there anything else you guys would like to shed some light on here? I know chairs are not gimmicked. Now, you do step on the back lip to flatten it, correct, where that's what you're supposed to do? Most people don't, but I do. Okay. Gotcha. I never did. I just learned that from Mikey. Right. I just thought it was safer for the person taking it. No, I, I agree completely. Because you might hit them nice like this, but if they go like this and tuck their head, that lip right. is whoop. Wow. Uh, contrary to popular belief, tables are not gimmicked either. I think a lot of people think that they're, uh, that they're what are they, pre-broke or something like that bullshit. That's not true. It's not that, true whatsoever. That, worse. that would be worse, yeah. yeah. Then it's like going through butter. Exactly. You would literally, that would not break your fall, and you would literally hit the ground. That would hurt like shit. But some urban legends never well, seem not to die. That it feels good anyway, but <laughs> but this is, this is the guy feeling that you blew off, Christopher Butt. I was I was going to get to Christopher Butt. I, I and and you know what? I was gonna I was this gonna give. This was his question. I thought he had a different Twitter handle. At got new f two two nine one. All right, Christopher Butt. What does he want to know about blading do's and don'ts? Well, we, we've heard you guys obviously make many comments about blading and what you should do and what you shouldn't do. Um, from a fan's perspective, what we know is it's supposed to be just a really tiny little nick, not supposed to go across your whole forehead. Am I correct in that? I would say the only don't there is is don't hit an artery. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is, I mean, the only thing you do with a blade is you just try to, like Jerry said, avoid an artery. And you try to make the blade part as only as deep as it needs to be, only as long as it needs to be to break the surface and get a good cut. But you'd have guys with blades like this. I mean, there was, one, there was one time Kronos had a blade in the ECW arena. He gigged himself. He would gig himself numerous times during a match. He'd gig himself, and he was standing on the apron holding the blade, and the light was reflecting off the blade. It looked like an SOS. That's horrible. Yeah, it's yeah horrible. I've seen some guys use exacto blades. Yep. Wow. Not cool. No. Not cool but, at all. There's no real, like cactus would always go up here, right by his hairline, and do that. Some guys like Abby and them will go up. I don't know why. Or down. Uh, or down. Randy Savage. I saw like I I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast before, but he was in a cage match against Bruno San Martino, and Bruno went to ram into the cage towards a hard camera at Boston Garden. 
and you'd see Randy go like this. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And then there's, there's a time Piper, I think, was also the Boston Guard. You see him take his, but he just goes like this. <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> and peel his face off. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. there's no, like Jerry said, the only wrong way is really if you hit an artery or you hit something you shouldn't hit, and they can't stop the bleeding. But wow. To, to get across your forehead, yeah. there's one vein that goes up, like, it goes up here like this, and then kind of splits off at the top. Um. That you can nick, you can nick pretty good, but you got to go pretty deep to, to hit that. I mean, you really got to be like, and then, <laughs> make it sell it like Andre. Yeah, doctor, not I gonna. And you get the call up. Oh my god! So you you've never been told by a promoter that you have to bleed. That's that's always an optional thing on the performer's part, correct? Well, <laughs> it's heavily implied. Yeah. But are you are you able to say no? I you know I I would prefer not to. I don't want to do that. Or you can always oh. say no, right? <laughs> to me, that would just seem like that would be an option up to the person. But you got to remember when Jerry was a little bit before my time. But the mentality was the same. If you asked to blade. It's like okay, yes. cool. you know, right, I'm gonna bleed. It was like it was like a th like back then. You get a little color. Oh, okay, no big yeah. deal. It was just it's just for like, the yeah. business. It was, it was matter of fact. It was just all right. Like when uh, X Pac and I, when we were, when he was still Lightning Kid, we were having our feud up in, on all the Indies up in the Midwest, and we'd be in a locker room, and some of the earlier matches would be out there, and you'd hear the people start laughing. And these are just spot shows, just indie shows. Yeah. You know, no angles or nothing. Just go run a show. And uh, we'd hear the people laughing at some of these other guys, and we'd look at each other and go, all right, well, we got to kick it up a notch. So we'd add a chair shot and get color just to get the people back. So wow. we just did what was good what was good for the business. Yeah. Right. Interesting. All right, let's see what we got here. Next one here is the Riverfish... Mojo Riverfish, E.J. Miller. Uh, if you were wrestling in your prime today, how would you, or would you, have to change your character, your style, your entrance music, new gear? So we're going to go back in the Wayback Machine. You guys are doing your thing, right? You're in the late 90s, early 2000s. All of a sudden, it's 2020. What are you going to do differently, if anything at all? I'm going to retire. <laughs> exactly. No, I, that's one mistake. I did. I never changed myself. I, and I did have ideas, but they just never came to fruition because it was hard to find people who could make the outfits. So, Would you change your style? Would you do anything differently, or would you use probably the same moveset? Yeah, I'd probably change my style. That pile driver would be out of there. <laughs> yes, that's why I needed, well, yeah, I had to change my style because I would do leg drops, you know, sit out power bombs. Uh, pile driver. I landed on my butt 10,000 times, and that's why I needed two hip replacements. So, yep. Yeah, I would have changed my style. So, Riverfish, I hope that answered your question. We do appreciate you uh, writing in. What was I? Uh, I was going to ask you guys something, and I just kind of blanked here. Um, well, well, I'll come back to it. I just, I don't know what happened. I just had a blank moment. You ever see the inside of a Turkish prison? <laughs> 
Next question. We have any more uh, listener questions or? All right, here we go. Jersey Devil, uh, much like X Pocket and Brad Armstrong, who are one. I can't even read. Brad Armstrong, who are one or two guys Jerry feels are the measuring stick in AEW. Thank you so much for cutting that off for me. Mikey, would you like to finish reading that question? Because it, it seems to have appeared to left my screen. Yeah, hold on. I made a little adjustment to it. I see. Uh-oh, Labor Day sale. Uh-oh. I was just about to say, guys, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash FRMPod, 20% off everything. Use promo code Labor Day. What? And get your <laughs> merchandise. Jesus Christmas. All right, let's try this question again from Jersey Jevil. Much like X-Pac and Brad Armstrong. Who are one or two guys Jerry feels are the measuring stick in AEW today? Meaning, if you can't have a good match with blank, then you can't. So who would you say? Kenny Omega. What was that? I don't know. Just that was that was Freeland's brain. No, I have respect for someone, and somehow my respect for someone has turned into a mockery. The question is for Mr. Lynn. You have the floor. There's a lot of them. It's a lot of them. I don't know. I think a lot of the crew. I, I don't want to just single out certain guys, but I think there's quite a few of them. Speaking of the Armstrong family, not to uh, change the subject really quickly, but um, Bullet Bob recently had uh, passed away. The patriarch of the Armstrong family. As many of you know, he was uh, the father of Brad Armstrong, who was a very well-respected wrestler. Jerry has mentioned him on numerous occasions. Uh, his brother is... Road Dog, and he's currently a producer in WWE. Um, speaking of the Armstrongs, anybody have any memories of Bullet Bob? Whose brother's the Road Dog? Brad Armstrong and the Road Dog. Isn't there Scott? And yes, Scott. there's and yes, there's another one as well. Yes. But no, I, I used to see Bob at the WCW a little bit here and there. Always a great guy. Really nice. The whole yeah, family is really nice. Yeah, I've only met a couple times, but he was, you know, very easy to talk to. He was a gentleman. So gentleman and a true pro the whole family is yes you you had mentioned working with brad and it was just it was so smooth man it was just like didn't you like, say you had some of your best matches with him i've only wrestled him once and it was like butter <laughs> no he was it was like i was in the ring with no one he kicked his own butt for me i just had to go through the motions wow yeah he was the smoothest wrestler i was there i, I can't even talk now Ugh, monster factory. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, he was the smoothest wrestler I was ever in the ring with. Nice. Um, I, I, you know, I'm not really qualified to answer this question, but somebody who I really like, and I don't know if we'll see them, I don't know what their situation is, but Pac. Big oh, yeah. fan of Pac. I like yeah. Pac a lot. Uh, yeah, I can't wait till he can come back. I don't know what's going on with the uh, travel situation. You know what's really funny? People call him Puck, and I don't know why they keep getting Pack and Puck mixed up. I hear that sometimes. I'm like, what? Did, Maybe what because X Pock, right, is spelled the same Pock, right? I told you that uh, I heard how he got his name Pack, didn't I? I forgot because he had an, an amazing six pack. Oh, okay. He was being complimented on his physique, which is phenomenal, by the way. Almost as good as Kenny Omega's, but. Oh, Hit the boy. gym a little more. Oh. Do we have uh, do we have any any other questions? Any other listener questions, or is that uh, is that everything for right now? I think that was it. 
Well, I do want to say this. I do appreciate everybody taking the time to write in their questions. And if I have missed you by any chance, uh, definitely not intentional. Um, I'm doing the very best I can to get to everybody's questions here. I'm just checking my personal account right here real quick just to see if anybody else said anything. But I don't think there is anything else. Christopher Butts, I could have swore that you had a different Twitter handle. Sorry about that, buddy. He is a nice guy. He's in Canada. He's in Canada right now. Where in Canada? Don't know. Anywhere near Halifax? Just wondering. Van <laughs> Hopefully it's not Thunder Bay. That was one of the most depressing towns I was ever in. Okay, somebody just hit me up with this. Let me throw this out here to you guys. This is The Vancouver uh, show was last week. <laughs> what are you doing here? The Vancouver show. Okay, so this goes for Jerry and Mike. I want you guys to name right now your top three entrance songs that people have come out to over the years. Oh, Lord. Kenny Omega's AEW song, Kenny Omega's Canadian song, and Kenny Omega's song. I think those are phenomenal choices right there, Mr. Whipwreck. I know. Jerry, who, who did you really enjoy listening to when the music would hit that you thought, wow, that's that's a damn good song? Road Warriors, Iron Man. Yeah. yeah. Very good choice. Indeed. Very good choice. This is highly unnecessary. Have you heard what Mikey's Mikey's uh, opinion of grab those cakes means? Yes. Grab that ass. Yep. Grab that ass. I always liked I'm a job soul bro. The slick stuff. Yeah. That's good too. Slick was good on promos as well. I really liked him. Highly, highly entertaining. <laughs> Was that a Jim Johnston or was that a uh, Jimmy Hart song? Because Jimmy evidently worked on a lot of those songs as well. I don't know. I don't know. It's a very good question. Here we'll you have go. to figure that out. What, you, you want to hear one of my favorites? Pam knows all the words that Demolition's entrance. Wow. Now, that's shocked. awesome. That's good. Plus, she was the, a huge Strike Force fan. Girls in Cars. Wow. Strike Force. You don't hear yeah. that very often. Yeah. Tito and I actually bought one of the Strike Force shirts from Tito at an indie show so she could have it. Oh, how sweet. You know, you know one of my favorite ones? What? It's not Hulk Hogan. This is what Ricky and that'd be basketball team. And now <laughs> you're Chicago. You're Chicago Bulls. Ricky Steamboat used it first. It's a good song. It's a really good song. 
A six five forward. How about the Midnight Express music? Yes. And there's so many of them. There's so many of them. Yes, we are running out of time, guys, but we do appreciate you sending in all your listener questions and joining us for another episode of Front Row Material. Uh, once again, please, by all means, follow us on social media. We have a brand new Twitter account, FRMPod. Uh, if you have any questions, send your questions to FRMPod at gmail.com. Follow Mikey Whipwreck at Mikey Whipwreck underscore. Follow Jerry Lynn at It's Jerry Lynn. You can follow me if you would like to. I would love to impart my wisdom about life, wrestling, and how to properly eat food at the dinner table. You can follow me at Mike Freeland. <laughs> that sounds like porn music. It is. And don't forget to go on over to Pro Wrestling This is terrible. Oh my god. I'm just having visions of... Oh my god. Go to Pro Wrestling Tees. Use the uh, the coupon. I guess it's oh, what right. Labor Day, and get twenty percent off your merchandise. Yeah, or you can go. USA. Oh yeah, Freebirds. And go over to Spreadshirt, uh, and you can go ahead and get merchandise over there as well. Shirts, cap, ball caps, koozies, all the things you're going to need to get ready for the fall and for your Christmas shopping list. Find them over there. Are we done? Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Unless Mikey wants to do another promo for the uh, Pro Wrestling Tees 20% off Labor Day? Nope. Oh, boy. No? Don't Okay. Jerry, is there anything else you would like to say to everybody before we uh, before we depart? Boy, you look awfully tan right now, my friend. I was doing the artwork. Man, I tell you what. I think you, Orange, and the best friends... Is there any chance there could be like a 10-man tag or something like that? See the return of Jerry Lynn? Maybe I could manage. I'll be dressed Ooh. like a virgin dad. Ooh. I can stand with my hands in my pockets. <laughs> that would be the coolest thing ever. <laughs> I, I, maybe it'll happen. Never know. You never know. you got to watch every single every single Wednesday night. Mikey, anything else you have to say? Jerry B. Papa, Papa Juice. Papa Juice. Extra extra pulp. Extra pulpy. That is tremendous. Mikey, did you happen to tell Jerry about the the uh, the juice balls thing? Did you tell him about that by any chance? I don't think so. No. They're buzz balls. Buzz balls. Jerry, check them out on your phone. Buzz balls. Yes. Right. With here. a Z. All right, guys. For Jerry Lynn, Mikey Whipwreck, and for our producer, Big Daddy. Big Daddy Beardo. I am Mike Freeland. We will catch you next week on Front Material. The world of NLW Radio never stops. 